0: American TV commercials do everything they can to separate you from your money. But what happens when corporate advertisers kill the very people they use to sell you on their products? Come on down and find out today on Death in Entertainment. Live from Los
1: Angeles. Nine one one. What is your emergency? Here in Hollywood now. Two counts of murder, injury, and death. Oh my God! Shocking new details that has stunned the entertainment world. Um, this makes me a little nervous. The hair stood up on my arms. Just like in the movies. What do you call this thing anyway? Death in entertainment.
0: What is going on, Deto Universe?
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: How are you? What's up? What's going on? My name's Kyle Plouffe. My name is Mark
2: Mulcairn. and I'm Alejandro Dowling.
0: And today we are getting into commercials of death, American television advertisements that resulted in the deaths of actors, stuntmen, and even spokespeople.
2: Yeah, and a lot of people find commercials annoying. Yeah, I didn't know they they led to <laughs> certainly these death. people. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're annoying hey. without accidental death.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're just a little bit more tragic now. Uh, So without further ado, let's just get into it. Let's go. Okay, so when doing research for this episode, I wanted to find the first documented time where someone died on set not of a film or television show But specifically commercials mm. Yes And I found one It's the first close call And it's actually insane So they were doing A publicity shoot To advertise for this movie In 1920 Called Haunted Spooks
1: I got nothing on that <laughs> Al Jolson's not in this <laughs> Oh my stuff. god I'm sure at that time There's no <laughs> PR people Like well yeah, maybe we'll Let's keep <laughs> workshop in that You know
2: <laughs> And Jolson wasn't talking about no ghosts. No, he
0: was
1: not. Yeah. <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't have went with that. I would have tried <laughs> maybe a different variation of that or, you know. Haunted goblins. Yeah. Or just not done
2: it at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah wh- what's the plot if Al Jolson was in it? He's the one that scares the demons. Yeah. Can <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah, they see his black
1: face? <laughs> like, holy shit. <laughs> that guy's canceled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So uh, Haunted Spooks was actually a silent short, but it was a comedy film. It doesn't sound very funny. No. Um, But it almost killed, this publicity shoot that they did for it almost killed the main star, which is uh, comedian and actor Harold Lloyd.
2: Very famous comedic stunt performer.
0: Is that true? Yeah. Oh, silent, so you know him? Huge, yeah. Oh, shit. He's
2: one of the biggest silent film stars out there. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, he's up there with Buster Keaton and Charlie Chaplin. Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, so they they were all colleagues, it was, but he was the lesser known one. He's the one they got yeah. if they couldn't get Buster Keaton. Right. Yeah. Or anyone else. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, he's the Daniel Baldwin. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> or Kevin Dillon. Yeah. <laughs> I love Kevin Dillon. God yeah, damn it! Not, <laughs> not even
2: drama. The yeah, real Kevin. The real <laughs> Kevin Dillon.
0: Yeah.
1: The real actor.
0: Uh, so, Harold Lloyd ended up picking up what he thought was a prop bomb. And lit the fuse. Wait, what? A prop bomb? Yeah, a prop bomb. I thought it
1: was like a term for like it's on set. Hey, bring, him, bring me over the prop bomb. Yeah, give me the prop bomb. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was like an inside baseball. It thing. was
0: literally just a prop bomb. That like was, a bomb. Like it was a bomb on the ground and he lit the fuse to be funny. And then it actually exploded.
1: Oh my God. It was real. So, <laughs> <And there's, laughs> They have actual C4 on it, like, yeah. <laughs>
2: And Itchy and Scratchy, this would be hilarious.
0: Literally, this is like Looney
2: Tunes type <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> Did it just black out his hair and yeah, just like, just... <laughs> it flew back like that? Oh, boy. And Anyone his... got a light? Yeah. <laughs> and his eyes were wide, pure white, through <laughs> all the black <laughs> yeah, ash. Yeah,
0: yeah. So everyone's, like, laughing and shit, and then they realize when it's about to explode, like, the fuse actually <laughs> sounds legit, and everyone's like, oh, my God. And then, boom, it goes off. It explodes Uh, It blew off his thumb and first finger on his right hand and blinded him temporarily.
2: (laughs) Ah. How do you come back from that? One day, he just wakes up. I can see again. Yeah, he's like, hello, my lady. Hello, my darling. My eyeballs grew back. <laughs> and thumb. I mean, that's an important finger. Yeah, it, It's literally this. All you yeah. have is these
1: three fingers. That's oh, the I one mean. you don't want to lose. Yeah, it's like... Call him Johnny Three Fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Why do they call him that? Yeah, you only, you only have three fingers.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Ebert is going, I'd rather lose my jaw. Yeah. Oh, my God.
0: Ebert actually said he wasn't blown away, uh,
1: but okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's nice of you to do that for yourself. Yeah. yeah,
2: not to be confused with the Tommy Lee Jones, Jeff Bridges flick, Blown Away. Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so the, for the rest of his career, uh, Harold Lloyd actually concealed his missing fingers with a prosthetic glove that had fake fingers on it. That's even weirder. <laughs> but if he's like making a fist, he's always having like a gun. Yeah,
2: because <laughs> they don't move. <laughs> or it's one of those gloves with like where the fake thumb is really huge. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like he's hitchhiking, it's, like
1: waterlogged. <laughs> he's fingering his girlfriend with the fake fingers. <laughs> oh yeah, you like that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's plastic. <laughs> Smell my glove fingers. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> then when they Hey got- buddies <laughs> like dude, you're like thirty five. Yeah, you- the,
0: the
2: inside smells awful, the outside smells awful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then when they would have arguments, she would taunt them. Come here, thummy. I challenge you to a duel. Uh yeah, so that that's the story.
0: That was the first close call on an advertisement set. Uh in nineteen sixty-seven we have our first actual onset death. And actually let's take a poll. What do you think the company is that was being it's a company that's still around today. Uh and they were doing GM. Well, it is a car company.
1: TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a car company. <laughs> Ford. It's gotta be Ford.
0: Uh it was Pontiac. Pontiac. Yeah. Uh that's a
1: GM car, right? That's made by General Motors. It might be. Yeah, I think so.
0: So you, Then you're right. Then. All right. There
2: you
0: go. <laughs> uh, cameraman Rafael John Esposito oh. and actress Brenda Lee Meisenheimer were killed doing a, a shoot for Pontiac. So they were actually inside of a car and they were filming her and there was a boom operated camera that was like hovering over the car. And that camera fell off and went through the windshield and killed them both. Oh, my God. So that's going to let you know how big that fucking camera is.
2: Yeah, back two in the people? day, that equipment was not to be messed around with. Yeah. It was gigantic. Yeah. Which is why it was bizarre that, remember, Bob Crane and Carpy would haul that equipment <laughs> yeah. all, oh, yeah. around the
1: country. <laughs> From, like, yeah. interstate. Yeah, they, they, they'd they mail it to, like, no, they, they'd ship it to, like- <laughs> And
2: bring it to the airport.
1: Yeah, and to, like, Denver. Like, yeah, let's let's go to Denver and let's start filming, like, porn shit.
2: yeah.
0: Let's just film us fucking other girls on a
1: whim. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's why Carpy was so mad at him. I lug all your fucking equipment around. Oh man, I'd
0: be pissed too. (laughs) Yeah. I would have been swinging a fucking tripod around by the end.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. (laughs) Even the tripods were heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Heavy enough to break someone's skull in. Oh my god. Like Bob
1: Crane. Yeah. So, yeah. And
2: so then the the what happened was a mic that went through the windshield.
1: It was a full camera.
2: The full, full camera. camera just
1: broke the windshield and just hit them right in like the God face. Yeah. Do you remember the good son with um with Macaulay Culkin? Yeah and uh what, what was the other guy? Elijah. Kid Elijah Wood. Yeah. yeah. Where they throw that fake body over the uh, yeah. hi- <laughs> highway. That was they call ter- him Mr. Highway. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That was absolutely terrifying.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was the craziest part of that movie. At some point I'm just like, Whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Not yeah. like it was like a, a fun family story before that, but yeah. that moment I'm like, Macaulay Culkin's fucked, man. That's yeah. right, because he brings it out. He's like,
2: "Hey, you want to meet Mr. Highway?" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like,
1: "Hey, how about this?" And he throws it over the over the side onto the highway. Yeah. Why and you all the cars? Mr. It's like a twenty eight car pileup. Like four people yeah. are dead. <laughs> Uh, they like, hey, how about that? Oh, that's fun. <laughs> yeah, why do you call it Mr. Highway? Yeah. Check this out. <laughs> yeah, you're about to find out. <laughs> oh, you like me now?
2: How you like me now. That movie was so shocking and I was the right age where I'm still a little kid. Yeah. When it came out. I'm fresh off of Home Alone Two over here. Yeah. I and I Although think he was psycho in that too, but
0: th- that's why I think he took it was to get away from like the clean, like uh, good boy image or whatever. Yeah. yeah and it was such a shocking turn.
2: It
1: was too much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, it was awesome. They are they corrected too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah.
2: And besides Mr. Highway, there was that scene where he goes, Don't fuck with me.
1: Yep. Yeah. Whoa.
2: Yeah. Kevin yeah. McAllister dropping the F bomb. Trying yeah. to
1: throw people out of tree houses and shit. Maybe he <laughs> like tried to, you know, he he conjured up uh, the spirit of Joe Pesci when he <laughs> did that. His <laughs> former uh uh, screen colleague or whatever, right? Yeah, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah, his peer, his peer. <laughs> <laughs> when I think of good actors from the nineties, I think Pesci. Yeah, uh, but Colkin.
2: Frickin' I'm Didn't acting with own. these little kids. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Every day must have been pissed.
0: So I don't know what the Pontiac response was to it, but I'd, I'd be uh, interested in seeing what they were saying. Because they could be like, hey, listen, this has nothing to do with the safety of our vehicles. Those fucking cameras are huge. Like, that's not our fault. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, That that's a big PR issue, mm. too. That's like a Elon Musk goes through when, like, people... You remember that time where he's like this is an indestructible the like Cybertruck. Yeah, and then it just broke
0: right yeah, away. He's like windows cannot break and he threw a rock at the window and it exploded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: The car just fucking like explodes. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, it almost seems
2: planned. It's so comical. Yeah.
1: But Pontiac that's not what you think of when you think of indestructible like good put together car.
2: Yeah, true.
1: Pontiacs were always like kind of a shitty car.
2: <laughs> yeah. That scene happened in Punch Drunk Love, too. Adam Sandler is demonstrating his uh, toilet plungers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's like, these are indestructible. Then he whacks, and it breaks immediately. Yeah, yeah. And he just stands there. Okay, this is a little embarrassing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was that with the Japanese businessman or something yeah. that were there? Yeah, yeah, I remember that.
2: But I have a hot take here. Okay. Is it GM's fault,
1: Pontiac's
2: fault? Uh, because... They no, actually, you know what? I think it is because right. I'm proving. So you've had point. you've
1: had time to think about yeah. it. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I've had two seconds to think about this because okay, it, does, it has nothing to do with the car, with the window being destructible or
1: indestructible. It's their commercial. Yeah, yeah they're the producers. As we find out in the Alec Baldwin case, there might be a precedent set. Where it's the producer's job to make sure everyone is safe on set. Exactly. Well, yeah, it's not, I would say,
0: not GM's fault. It's the fault of whatever production company they hired.
1: Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think that's something that would have to be litigated at some point. They it, might have tried to go on the cheap and get some fucking schmuck. Yeah. Okay. Some Rig- fall guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they hired some guy. Yeah. We just need you for this one role to work on uh post. Well, that's <laughs> what Alec Baldwin did. He hired the uh, daughter of
0: some guy that was an actual like prop master, an
1: so. armory. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. That was shitty.
0: Yeah. So now she's probably going to get in trouble. Well,
1: I think that's why they're going after Baldwin now because they 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 decided you know she is not someone that should be you know held liable for this. Yeah. Because he
2: did this Instagram story where he says. I support the cast and crew striking. In the meantime, I've hired an entirely different cast and crew to finish it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: Except for you guys. <laughs> I stand by them. <laughs> while I'm running away. I stand by them while they go home. Yeah, and I'm, in, I'm in the Ritz-Carlton down <laughs> yeah. the street. No, but this whole scene, this seems like a like a Mad Men episode that they never aired or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like Don Draper would go on the cheap and hired some production company. Yep. And it leads to this this camera being like killing these girls like that's crazy to- it is
2: yeah and it was instant i assume uh
0: i think so yeah two people taking out How one car shocking yeah
2: and did this air
0: i don't know to be honest i tried to find uh an actual commercial that was attributed to that and mm-hmm. there's plenty of 1967 pontiac commercials but i haven't found one that was the actual one
2: and they were probably so generic and similar yeah that it might have aired just not using the footage or something and yeah. no one noticed.
0: Um so yeah, nineteen sixty-seven, we then go all the way to nineteen eighty-two. So there's a long period between deaths on the set of commercials. Nineteen eighty two is a big year for deaths in media because we had the Twilight Zone
1: massacre. Can't forget that one. Yep. First
0: step, first step. First episode ever for Death and Entertainment. Uh and so they said here the deaths on the set of the Twilight Zone were only three. ...of nine deaths caused by helicopter crashes during the same calendar year.
2: Yeah. Wow.
0: Pilots David Perrin and Nigel Thornton and a mechanic, Jaron Anderson, were killed when their helicopter crashed en route to a location shoot in Yugoslavia for Warner Brothers High Road to China, starring Tom Selleck as a 1920s era barnstorming pilot.
2: Another Warner Brothers production. That was Twilight Zone.
0: Oh, shit. That's right. Uh, that same year, the producer of this movie, uh, Alistair Simon, cinematographer Gary Hansen, and cameraman John Joseph John Jacob Jingleheimer John <laughs>
1: That's my name, too. <laughs> John
0: Jasowitz. Okay, okay, got it. Nailed it.
1: Oh, yeah, Johnny Jasowitz.
0: So that same year... I Road to China, it's cursed, because they have you know the people that are working and they're going to a location shoot in Yugoslavia. They die in a helicopter. Then later that year, the same year, uh, the producer of that same movie, the cinematographer of that movie, and the cameraman of that movie were killed when their helicopter crashed, making a TV commercial in Australia. God
2: almighty. Wow.
0: So we talked about the Power Rangers being cursed. Uh, we haven't done the actual uh, episode yet, but Poltergeist is also cursed. The Exorcist. Uh-huh. High Road to China is one you'd never hear of. There's six deaths attached to it.
1: Can I be the bad guy here? Ooh, and of course. S- and say wow. that maybe it's not curse. It's just they're careless. Or helicopters are just hella dangerous. Yeah, that's true. They're very unpredictable <laughs> things. I see them all the, all the time, the LAPD, and like I'm like... Yeah, you anything can happen in the sky. It just like a like a tough gust of wind and they're they're, you know, on the concrete.
0: Yeah. My first year living in New York City, I think it was 2000 uh my second year it was 2009, I think. Uh there were two sightseeing helicopters. I used to go down towards, you know, it was like uh the, towards like the Wall Street Financial District area right on the water. Uh, on the Hudson, they would have like these helicopter pads, and they would take off from the water. And two of those helicopters were trying to come in at the same time and hit oh, head on shit. and killed everybody on board. What? Body. Yes. What was
2: witness this?
0: I didn't witness it, but I was there when it happened. And what so, does that mean? It means I used to watch these helicopters take off all the time, and then I saw. Wait, you
2: were in the city when it happened? Yes. Uh, anyway, is this like a random easy thing? Yeah,
0: <laughs> that I went over the Manhattan Bridge. I mean the Brooklyn Bridge. I mean the uh, RFK.
2: We got Brian Williams over here. Yeah. <laughs> us his story.
0: Yeah. No, but that's where my first fear of helicopters came from, knowing that that happened, fucking two seconds it away from me. Right I know Bring when it I, it I saw
2: out. the two towers come down in two thousand one. Yeah, I still have PTSD. Yeah, I mean I saw it on CNN. But yeah, that's yeah. the difference.
1: I saw season one of the league at PTSD. From that. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: I'll never get that time. Based. Was it
1: wasn't it Corey Lytle, the uh the Mets player who actually died in a helicopter accident? He like did. That, that flew into one of the uh not one of the towers, but it was just a random building in uh in New York.
2: Yeah, it was that was like two thousand five, two thousand
1: six. Yeah, I remember someone making the crass joke. Lytle got traded to the Angels. I forgot about this. Yeah,
2: and then there were a bunch of injuries, obviously, in the building, but I think only him and the co-pilot were killed. Wait a second. What, Look at this. What? From
0: UPI.com, Corey Lytle dies in plane crash uh, as plane crashes into high-rise. And It was
1: a plane. Okay, sorry. Yeah.
0: Actor Alec Baldwin is stopped at a police line, which encompasses the area around East 72nd Street, after a small engine plane apparently piloted by New York Yankees pitcher Corey Lytle crashed, killing him and three others. So- Alec Baldwin. What the fuck
1: does he have to do with it?
0: Alec Baldwin's probably there screaming at them to be like, do you know who the fuck I am? Let me back <laughs> into my house. Yeah,
1: oh, okay. I don't give a fuck. I thought he want, was like one to be courageous and go like, I I could still save him. Yeah, he's taking his tie off, <laughs> Yeah, uh, running towards. Is that my picture in there? <laughs>
2: courageous? The guy shoots people. Yeah. <laughs> he's the, he doesn't save
1: yeah, people. Yeah, he's rolling around the streets in New York uh, beating up uh, fucking uh, photographers and calling there.
2: his kid pig. Yeah, calling yeah. Ireland a pig. A
1: pig. It'd be
0: better off having a live bomb on set than fucking him coming <laughs> yeah. like in his hand. He is a live bomb.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no Splenda Packet's gonna clear any of this shit up. Nope. No. God, I can't believe I totally I'd rather work Corey with
2: that. a real shark on Jaws yeah. than Alec Baldwin.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, what were you gonna say, Kyle?
0: I totally forgot about Corey Lytle. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. You got trade of the Angels. Wow, we're going to have to do...
1: Wait, was that a joke? No, that, that's that's one of my I saw that posted somewhere. Lytle got traded to the angels. <laughs> oh my after, god. It, it, it was a geener. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you said it so casually though. No, I said it beforehand, but no one reacted uh, to okay. it. Oh shit, I didn't hear it. Well, I, okay. I'm reacting now. Yeah, well Corey Lytle got traded to the Angels. That was the uh that was a joke yeah. at the time. That Steve- was the Geener. We got Stephen
2: Wright over here. <laughs> yeah, just very monotone. Stephen wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I put a humidifier and a dehumidifier in a room, and I just let them fight it out. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but that's crazy. 1982 had nine media-related helicopter deaths. Yeah. That's a crazy year. I
1: think the bad year for helicopters.
0: Yeah, bad year to be a helicopter. Uh, 1984. This is not a death, but it. a lot of people attribute it to the downfall and eventual death of this person.
2: I think it could be considered a death in one way, the death of his hair.
0: Yes, Uh, 1984 there was a pepsi commercial being shot in los angeles Uh, michael jackson was filming a television commercial with his siblings at shrine auditorium in la and a faulty pyrotechnic went off too early and set his hair ablaze inflicting second and third degree burns to his scalp and body Uh, jackson sued pepsico for damages and received a 1.5 million dollar settlement which he donated to uh,
2: Some brought, kids he was see To his own bank account. Yeah. <laughs> Some kids who were suing him. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm going to donate this to my victim. That's <laughs> how he bought all the Beatles songs. Yeah.
2: I'm, I'm starting a charity to, to give money to my <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh The Brotman Medical Center in Culver City, he donated the $1.5 million to uh, and established the Michael Jackson <laughs> Burn Center for Children. <laughs> Let me see your
1: burns.
0: <laughs> I got lotion.
1: Like, it's not really based on science. Some of the medicine is, you know, some of the treatment he's doing here.
2: The Michael Jackson (laughs) Burn Center for Children slash theme park.
1: He's just got a big bottle of suave uh, (laughs) lotion. The Michael Jackson...
0: (laughs) The Michael Jackson Burn Center for Sexy Kids. (laughs) (laughs) They're
1: like, whoa, whoa, whoa.
2: If you're seven (laughs) and up, you can get in. (laughs) Children under 12, get in free. No.
1: Yes, I just imagine, imagine him shifting through all the all the kids. No, yeah, there's
2: yeah, like there's a
1: line where he <laughs> yeah, lets the yeah. hottest you, kids. You at see, first. you pan out to see the line is long and long. <laughs> yeah. It goes all the way out of to Los Angeles, like fucking <laughs> all the way out the ten. He's
0: like, <laughs> <laughs> fucking. They see him in the door, and he's like,
1: "Come back when you're younger." <laughs> <laughs> no. Yes. Yes. No. <laughs> oh fuck. So there
0: are people uh, You know fans even some of his family That have said the accident uh, Can it be attributed to his death Because that's what resulted in his addiction to painkillers and obsession with plastic surgery uh, Which that's how he got hooked up with Dr. Conrad Murray
1: So the Dr. Feelgood started coming into the play after this Yeah
0: so from 1984 Till his death in 2009 people say That was the beginning of the end
1: Oh okay Yeah. Coming soon to a
2: dipod Near you Yes, and he wore wigs till the end. I can't imagine what he actually looked like without anything
1: on. Wait, he was wearing wigs? Of course. After the burns, yeah, he didn't have <laughs> hair after that. What do you think? All that, that like he had that kind of like suave slick. That was all fake. You thought that wow. was real, Kyle? Yeah.
2: You thought his nose was was real too? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Well, you believe the Blair Witch Project was real, too. Exactly.
2: You're you're an easy mark. At lunch (laughs) in junior high, Kyle's going, Blair Witch is real. That's Michael Jackson's real hair. That's
0: (laughs) Michael Jackson's real skin
1: tone.
2: (laughs) And they were just wrestling.
1: (laughs) No, yes. Yeah. I love
2: that in Living Color sketch where it's called home alone again. Oh yeah. They were brutal on him. Yeah, and Michael Jackson is chasing Jonathan Taylor Thomas around the room who's playing Macaulay Culkin. Oh yeah. my god. And then
1: they do the blowtorch on him. And <laughs> then he goes,
2: "Hey, what is this? A Pepsi commercial?"
1: <laughs> I guess everyone was like lethal like loaded weapon they shit on him too like the yeah. Zucker brothers. Everyone was brutal on him.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean Howard Stern during that like Halloween special. Oh, yeah. oh my Jesus. God, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that I, will have to be a Patreon only. What
2: did he say, <laughs> what did he say in that, Kyle?
0: <laughs> I'm not even getting into yeah, it. Yeah, let's not it, get into that. It's
2: dork. Yeah. The yeah. ke- <laughs> cat sketch. The sketch <laughs> starts <laughs> off with parents dropping their kids off for Michael to watch like a babysitter. <laughs> and then he throws cash at them and he's like, Bye, Mr. and Mrs. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. So controversial. Yeah. Uh, So we go from 1984. 11 years later, we have a death uh, that's attributed to a Mountain Dew commercial. I don't know how many people know this, uh, but there was a professional sky surfer, Rob Harris, that he was like a world champion sky surfer, did like base jumping and bungee jumping, all the extreme sports. And his family and friends, he never wanted to worry them. So whenever he would do like a daredevil stunt. He would always tell his friends and family after it already happened.
2: Yeah, and his dad, Larry, told the New York Times, quote, I always told him, why don't you do something simple like wrestle alligators?
1: <laughs> what? Or stingrays. Yeah, I wrestle stingrays. <laughs> Asked the crocodile hunter about that one. Crokey. He
0: can't because he's no longer with us. Yeah. So this was back in 95 when... You know, maybe things weren't as stringent.
1: It was a little more run and gun a little more uh, loose with the rules.
0: Yeah. So it was crazy. This whole idea of this Mountain Dew commercial, people will probably remember this, uh, is when it, it was based around 007. There was a 007 movie that came out.
2: Goldeneye.
0: Uh, okay. Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. Biggest yeah. one. N64 Tita game. Carrere. Huge.
2: She wasn't in that. She wasn't? You're no. thinking of true lies. You're
0: thinking of Wayne's World, too.
1: <laughs> I think you're thinking of true True lies. Okay, never mind.
0: He's thinking a blank check. <laughs> 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 Isn't she the one that makes up with the kid?
2: Bloody FM presents Hometown Ghost Stories, a paranormal podcast that investigates a new town every week, bringing you all the hauntings, from haunted houses to castles, bridges to asylums, wandering spirits to demons. Over 100 episodes covering different towns all over the world. Tune in to Hometown Ghost Stories live on YouTube every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern or on any podcast platform and find out if your hometown is haunted. No, no, that's Karen Duffy. Oh, that's right. We're all over the place. I get those two
0: mixed up. Anyway.
2: Golden Eye had, what's her name, the... Uh, first of all, uh, well, some no name played the main romantic lead. But then Fomke J- Johnson played. Oh, yeah, that, Fomke Jensen. That evil lit lady.
0: Uh, <clears throat> Isabella Skorupko. Hey, Skorupko. Skorupko, <laughs> get out of here. Uh, Alan Cumming, Robbie Coltrane, Samantha Bond. Yes. Judy Dench. Miss Judy Dench. Lady Judy
1: Dench. She's been on like everyone since then. Like, she's like always playing M. Oh,
0: nice. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, they're doing a cross promotion with 007 for Goldeneye, and the whole thing was that uh, Rob Harris, this champion professional skydiver, was 007 in the in the actual uh, commercial, and he's in a plane that's going down, so he's got to jump out, and he's wearing the tuxedo like Bond. Yep, they got the whole thing. Let me uh, let's play the commercial here.
1: Holy shit. I kind of remember this commercial. Yeah.
2: Huge budget, clearly. <laughs> oh, and that's Richard Keel, who played Jaws. Ah. That's it. Amy. Yeah. Totally wimpy. Whoa. Shaken, not stirred.
1: Yeah, there's always guys with winter hats. Like, yeah, man, we're fucking extreme. Yeah,
2: <laughs> it's cool. It's the '90s. Hell yeah.
1: You know they're wearing Jenko jeans too. <laughs> they all look like Dan Cortez. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Dan Cortez. Yeah, he seems like this is, like, his demo. this, well, this is also <laughs> him.
2: I wonder if any of those guys were famous X Games people. I don't yeah. think
1: they were. I think I, they were just actors. I think the thing about these commercials, you know, I still, to this day, they do shit like that. They're all non-union, a lot of them. Yeah. And so you can get away with a lot more dangerous shit. Like, they don't have the rules and regulations, some of the, un- like, IATSE, and SAG and like some of the other like DGA have in place that actually you wouldn't see more dangerous sets, but that I think that's why commercials can be dangerous.
0: Yeah. Um. So, to so people listening, if you don't, re- if you weren't watching that video, obviously. So, uh, what happens is he's in the plane, he jumps out, uh, the plane explodes, and he pulls a parachute, and then he's looking at his watch and he cuts the parachute and lands on a snowboard but in reality they made him cut the parachute and then pull the second one which is risky in itself anyway
2: yeah they say that he grabbed the wrong handle yeah and released his main parachute instead of the canopy yeah this is tragic
0: in the same way that the twilight zone one is because they had already filmed the commercial it was done but they were like uh we could get like a better shot of you cutting the cord and landing on the snowboard again. So in reality, he's got to jump out of the plane, pull the cord, let that parachute go and then pull another one and oh land safely. Oh my god.
1: Like I I would be like fuck you. But you feel bad because you're like, "Oh, well, I I want to get another job." Yeah, these guys you know? are paying me. Yeah, they're paying me and you know, they want to do it again so I want to
2: To be fair though, he had done this nearly 2000 times.
1: Yeah. Okay. And he's a world
0: champion. He's the best in the world at pretty much what he's doing here. So this is something he did all the time, and he would do advertisements. He jumped out of a plane with a pizza box, and they took pictures of him and everything. That's awesome. Um, So, yeah, he was great at what he did, and it's just so annoying that they were like, okay, the commercial's done, but we could get a better shot of that, so why don't you come back and... When he pulled the first parachute, he didn't realize, like you said, he pulled the wrong one. Yeah, and so he ended up hitting the ground because he was freaking out, trying to get the first, uh, the second one done, even though Man. that's what he pulled first. So it
2: never properly inflated. Yeah, and then his partner, Joe Jennings, the guy that's filming him all the time, because you gotta wonder, yeah, how do they get this? Footage? Yeah, who's shooting this? Yeah. Well, there's yeah. another guy there with the camera, and that was his buddy, and they had worked together for years. And he said, quote, it was just so incredible that this person, with whom my entire experience for three years was all movement, and here he was, and here he wasn't moving anymore. Mm -hmm. So he's just watching this go down, Mm -hmm. horrified, because his parachute is fine. Yeah. Yeah. So he's just floating to safety. And then he sees his friend just crash.
1: Oh, that's brutal. Just dead weight. Just just going directly to the earth and just hitting
0: it. Yep. Yeah. Oh, man. And people were furious when they started hearing about it uh, through the news and stuff. So there was like a big pushback against this commercial because people believed that the footage that was used was used from the day that he died.
2: <sighs> yeah. Man. Should we go over the Snopes thing? Yeah. On Snopes.com they posit the question was footage of a fatal skydiving accident included in a Mountain Dew commercial. And they say false, which is even more infuriating because the commercial was fine without
0: whatever the fuck they wanted to put in. It's like, that's what they used anyway.
1: Yeah. It's okay. They had it. They had yeah. it, you know, but, but- it was fine. But some of these directors are just, like, painstaking, like, you know, perfectionists. Be- not not because it affects them in any way. Yeah, but, exactly. But <laughs> because they, they don't care what they do to some of the cast and crew because they know they can exploit them. And that's what I think, like, ha- has been happening in Hollywood for, since the dawn of, you know, it started. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, that people have been exploited. People, have, like, died on sets and, you know, like, way more in the earlier days but it still happens here and there
0: clearly a big budget though like why even bother going through going off an actual plane again you gotta hire a pilot gotta rent the plane Mm -hmm. gotta put them up for lodging get food for everybody for the day gotta get the cameras rented everything all that so much money going into it they could have gone to a soundstage for three seconds with a green screen and just filmed that
2: clip coming off and that's it yeah crazy yeah, Snope says that some of the footage from earlier in the shoot, from another day, obviously was included, yeah. but nothing from the final fatal jump. Yeah, And then a few months later, PepsiCo, which owns Mountain Dew, they asked Rob Harris's parents, who lived in Manhattan Beach, California, if they would consider approving the spot, which would not include his final jump. And Harris's mother said, if it was up to us... We wouldn't have allowed it because it hurt us. But in the end, they approved, saying Rob would have wanted it, and his friends really look forward to seeing it. And then she added, and so do we
1: now. Okay. Yeah. So they, cut, they came to terms with it.
2: Yeah. It's crazy because I didn't
0: realize until I was looking this up that they made him jump from so low, too. Like Normally, where you want to jump out minimum is like 10,000 feet. They made him jump from 5,000 feet. Man. And really? so, yeah, his they said his parachute lines became tangled, and he was unable to deploy his reserve in time, ultimately falling to his death.
2: Wow. Yeah. Those last moments, I always think about that when you see, you know, those there are. There's some other accidents that have been similar. Yeah, where the parachute didn't work and people were filming themselves. Mm-hmm. I just can't imagine what's going through your head those last moments when you're falling
0: oh there's one guy i saw him he was on um one of those shows for like dr phil or uh something but it was like near-death experiences and he had a parachute that was spinning around and he didn't know what to do and he was falling to his death ultimately thinking fuck i wish i had like cancer or something a a long drawn-out death instead of one that's instant because you get to say goodbye to everybody yeah right so yeah that was his biggest thing was like fuck are you kidding me this is how it's gonna happen.
1: Well, it's always such a weird freak thing. You think you have it, but when you're you gotta realize when you're up in the air, like n- nothing is a sure thing. yeah, any mm-hmm. little thing could happen. and if you do it long enough, you know, you know it's it makes your possibility it's slim, but it's still a possibility.
0: yeah, it seems counterintuitive, but uh, the higher you jump from or the higher your plane is or whatever. If you're in the air doing any sort of activity, the higher up you are, the safer you generally are in case something goes wrong. So, like, at 5,000 feet, Rob Harris died because he couldn't Mm -hmm. get it out in time. If he jumped from 16,000 feet, he'd probably be alive today because he'd just cut that loose and then pull the reserve.
1: Oh, okay.
2: I wouldn't even go skydiving. Yeah. Yeah. Skydiving's great. Mm -hmm. I'm fine. I I have Oculus. Oh,
0: I haven't told this story on the podcast, I don't think. Which one? So my uncle took me skydiving for my 18th birthday, and then I took my friends by myself when I was 19 the next year. Mm -hmm. Uh, And my mom was like, I want to do it too. She's like, me and my friend for our 50th birthday, we're going to go
2: skydiving. Oh, this one is insane.
0: So her and uh, my mom and her friend Lucy both went skydiving from uh, Cape Cod, and For two weeks, like my mom couldn't stop talking about how great of an experience it was. She's like, oh my God, this guy I went with who was my instructor, and like, you have to go tandem when you don't have a license, so you have to have someone attached to you when you skydive starting out. She's like, oh my God, this guy Eldon, he was so nice, so funny, he was awesome, he made the experience so much better, like calm me down and everything. And two weeks to the day of her going on that skydiving jump, uh, Eldon ended up killing himself and the person that was attached to him from the same spot on cape cod in barnstable
1: on purpose no Uh
0: -uh. the parachute fucked up and they crashed into a barn and they both died oh my god yeah yeah two men were killed in a tandem skydiving crash on the cape over the weekend uh they were identified monday this was back when it happened this was uh 2014 shit yep and wow yeah andrew munson 29 of nantucket and his instructor eldon burrier 48 of west lynwood washington died sunday when they overshot their landing area and struck a shed in marston mills
1: man
2: yeah and you said that was a week after your mom went with him it was two weeks to the day two weeks
1: <laughs> like how insane did you still say hey you should try this
2: <laughs> i went
0: before her
1: oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but after that i haven't been since then yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm good.
2: Yeah, yeah the more that I think about it, I think I am good.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. No need to stir the pot. Yeah.
1: yeah. I could just run into a barn down here on Earth. <laughs> put my head through your barn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey Mr. Can I brought you a barn so can I put my head through
0: it? Yeah, so uh the ending of this is that uh There were several songs, apparently, dedicated to Rob Harris, and there was a foundation, the Rob Harris Foundation, that was created in memoriam of him. The footage of his death has never been released, though it's assumed to have either been destroyed or confiscated by authorities.
2: Mm. Yeah. They always say that. They claim that the footage is destroyed. Yeah.
0: Well, the people sometimes will destroy it um that's why i thought it was weird that vince mcmahon does have the owen hart footage of him yeah. falling to his death
1: same thing with the crocodile hunter like the um i think the brisbane police department has uh, like oh ho- yeah like whatever police department that was they they have a I, allegedly they have it or steve orwood's Irwin, wife has it so someone has it mm.
2: yeah vince mcmahon puts on the videotape while he counts his money yeah God, yeah that's
0: yeah, so uh, rest in peace to Rob Harris. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah
2: and crazy. the director of the commercial, the Mountain Dew commercial, went on to direct the movie Inspector Gadget. What? Oh, what? That was a worse death. Oh <laughs> With fellow diepod subject, Matthew Broderick. Yes.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah, that was trash. <laughs> yeah, Matthew Broderick made some really like war crime level movies. <laughs> <laughs> Like Godzilla. Godzilla. Godzilla, yeah, yeah. Size
2: does matter. Yeah. So does plot. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Any type of writing or structure. Yeah. So does
2: it,
1: you know, a reason for the movie. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and imagine poor Rob Harris falling to his death. Yeah. And then thinking, the guy that's directing me in this death scene is about the direct inspector Gadget.
1: Yeah. That sucks. And that's, you know... He probably, this commercial helped him get that Inspector Gadget. Like he was mm-hmm. probably, he was trying to make that pivot to big movies, probably. Right. Yeah. And it was a big commercial.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, there's, it
1: was, it, you know, it made me want to drink Mountain a, Dew. Drink
2: Mountain Dew. Yeah. And fight people. And fight people. <laughs> yeah. You're supposed to do the do. Yeah. yeah. But unfortunately, the dude did him. <laughs> oh, Soviet
0: yeah. Russia do does you. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: I think there's also a mini curse on the 007 franchise with Rob Harris dying. In 1981, 23-year-old stuntman Paolo Rigoni died during the filming of the bobsled chase in 1981's For Your Eyes Only. Oh. Oh. Uh, yeah, I he, thought
1: you were gonna say Cool Running. He
2: got run over by <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the great James Bond movie. <laughs> <laughs> cool Running.
1: Draw a line down your head, make it look like a butt. <laughs> That's within the, the James Bond universe. Cool Running. Yeah, <laughs>
2: shaken, not stirred. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Lord have mercy.
2: <laughs> We're all Chet Hanks now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Big ups!
1: <laughs> We're doing Chet Hanks. Yeah. because He's
0: offensive, not yeah. us. He was run over by a bobsled, which cannot feel good.
2: Chet Hanks?
0: Uh, yes, that's breaking news. Chet Hanks run over by a Cool Runnings bobsled. Uh, no, Paolo Ragoni, the Italian ah, okay. 23-year-old Italian stuntman that died during another 007 production.
1: I think mm. being a stuntman is a dangerous thing, but you know, you never expect, I think you expect to get hurt bad, but like, dying, that's just like, I think the numbers are just so out there that you never think it's going to happen to you.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh, 1996, Black and Decker created a commercial in which veteran pilot Michael Tomburro died after suffering a broken neck and serious head injuries in what, you may ask, a helicopter crash.
2: The (sighs) helicopter comes back. Phantom, stop using helicopters. Yeah. Uh,
0: It was caused by hitting a main rotor blade on a rock on the side of a desert butte. Uh, Co-pilot Aaron Perwin suffered a broken arm and flying debris from the crash injured a crew member, uh producer's uh production company Propaganda Films has not obtained had not obtained a permit to use a helicopter when filming, which the firm claimed was due to an unintentional
1: oversight. Yeah, right. Wow. Helicopters scare the shit out of me because some of the like not just the propellers on top, but the the back propeller that you like you can Oh yeah. Like that was a Sopranos episode where Tony where uh, Furio almost pushes Tony into that. Oh, shit. Would like, have <laughs> would, chopped him up to, like, pieces. Yeah. Uh, but but he doesn't do it because he wants to, like, fuck his wife or something. Wow. It's just one of those moments where I think about that because Tony almost got taken out because he was taking a piss next to him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: going to take a piss next to this Rhoda. Yeah, yeah. And instead he finally got taken out by a black screen. Hey. Yeah. Where's the. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Got taken up by the members only jacket guy. If, yeah. if you, wa- you watch the uh, episode. From 1995
0: until current, uh, there's, I th- believe, only one product that's killed multiple spokesmen for the brand, which I thought it was only one. It's like five now. Uh, five men who appeared as the Marlboro man. Oh, have died since their advertisements.
2: Wait, smoking's bad for you.
0: Hey, it's just in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I thought it was just one guy. I thought it was like a big thing that w- the guy who was like the original Marlboro man. I can't even say Marlboro.
2: Marlboro. <laughs> Marlboro. Man. Marlboro. Yeah. Yeah. It's a town of Massachusetts. It's hard to say. It. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Chuck Marlboro did the commercials for 20 years that died.
0: Yeah. Uh, And I'm very familiar with Marlboro because my dad used to uh, collect all the points and get like Marlboro fucking hats and T-shirts and sleeping bags for us. Marlboro bucks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for you.
1: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you unfurl. That was your a walking Marlboro bag. red yeah. advertisement. You're yeah. 10 years old. You unfurl your uh, sleeping bag. It's a Marlboro. Dude, it literally. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're like, can I have that lion yeah. <laughs> sleeping bag? No, <laughs> take this Marlboro.
1: I don't know. You got a carton of reds in your <laughs> fucking bag <laughs> in your chest. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if there are any Diepod listeners out there. There that also had a fucking dad that chain smoked like crazy and got the Marlboro bag sleeping bag. Talk to us about how fucking comfortable that was. It was a down, nice, cushy fucking sleeping bag. It was the best down sleeping feather? bag I ever had. Yeah, it, it was, was amazing. It
1: was like a long inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was Before like a pre-smoker's lung. lung. Yeah, yeah pre-smoker's Oh, it's nice and comfy in here. Everything's
1: soft. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's working. Yeah. <laughs>
2: the zipper turns into a lighter. Yeah. yeah. Wow, <laughs> this
1: really breathes, this uh, whatever fabric it is. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so the reason that uh, Marlboros are called cowboy killers is because there were multiple Marlboro Man-related deaths. Uh, Wayne McLaurin, David McLean, Dick Hammer, which is a great name by the <laughs> oh, way. Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: That sounds like that should be who is the Marlboro man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> sounds like a fucking porn star. Yeah. Gonna get some of this Dick Hammer. Yeah. Uh and Eric Lawson, uh and Jerome Edward Jackson, aka Tobin Jackson, died of smoking related diseases, thus earning the cigarettes specifically marbreds the nickname Cowboy Killers. Okay.
1: Yeah, those are hardcore cigarettes, those mobby Moby Reds.
0: My dad used to smoke two or three packs a day. A day? Of Marb Reds, yeah. Oh, man. We had multiple sleeping bags. Yeah. yeah. So he sounded like Tom Waits. Oh, yeah. No, my dad still had like a high-pitched voice, weirdly enough.
1: <laughs> I smoke three packs a day. <laughs> Let me get two packs of Marlboro's and uh, some Funyun's. Oh, you like me now? And some, uh, Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have enough points to get the sleeping bag? <laughs>
0: For real. uh
2: Anyone got a light? <laughs> Kyle lifts his sleeping bag (laughs) (laughs) light.
1: Oh yeah, it's it's embedded into (laughs) the sleeping bag. (laughs) There's an ashtray if you just turn it. That's funny you say that at camp, because I remember I went to East Boston camps, which is like, I, I've talked about before, which is kind of like, you know, it was like a sentence for some kids there. Yeah. I went there. My mom knew some friends that, that got me in there for some reason, and there were kids at like 11 or 12 years old that were already smoking and had mustaches. Oh, yeah. So, They've
0: been smoking for like six years. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they work for the city. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Eric. Six years old. Department of Public Works. (laughs) (laughs) They got hard hats. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking boss is on my ass, dude. (laughs) (laughs) This overtime's fucking killing me. (laughs) (laughs) But the money—the money's (laughs) good on Friday, though. You know, fucking, I'll take it. (laughs) They're going to go on that strike. <laughs> Who's with me? I got some grievances. I uh, tell you, motherfuckers, Atticus. <laughs> yeah, Atticus. <laughs> he still gets it wrong. He says Atticus not Attica. Oh, with a are kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they haven't seen the Pacino yeah. movie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Wayne McLaren started testifying in favor of anti-smoking legislation at the age of 51. Uh, so when it started catching up to him, he's like, uh, this probably isn't that good for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Don't um, smoke. Fuck. Uh, Philip Morris denied that McLaren ever appeared in a Marlboro ad, even though it's clearly obvious that he was uh, a position. It later amended to maintain that while he did appear in ads, he was not the Marlboro man. Um. Okay. So maybe he's not. He was just uh, in the background while the Marlboro Man was fucking. He was in the bathroom doing his thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> McLaren died before his 52nd birthday in
1: 1992.
0: Oh shit. Uh, McLean, David McLean died McLean! of McLean. Lung- McLean. McLean. Uh, died of lung cancer at the age of 73 in 1995. After his death, his widow, Lilo McLean, sued Philip Morris, claiming McLean's disease was brought on because he had to smoke multiple packs of cigarettes during ad shoots. That seems like a solid case. Yeah. Her case was dismissed. Oh. And she was forced to pay the cigarette company's court case costs. <laughs> what year was it? Wow. Go fuck yourself. Uh, 1995.
1: Wow. Yeah, this is before the uh, the insider came out. The uh, Russell Crowe movie, where the very damning movie, I think, for the for that industry.
2: Yeah, yeah, the tobacco industry, big tobacco. It big is tobacco, crazy because yeah. I
0: remember like uh, just driving around, like getting driven back and forth to school, and seeing like in Boston almost every other. Uh, sponsor Billboard was like Newport's, Marlboro's, like mm-hmm. oh, yeah. they were all over the place. You can't do that anymore.
2: And they made it look fun. It looked awesome. The Newport ads looked like Mentos ads. Yeah. yeah. And we <laughs> remember Joe Camel. Yeah. yeah.
0: He was cool, man.
2: For the younger listeners, they actually allowed a cartoon Camel to sell cigarettes for yeah. many
1: years. Yep. I- if SpongeBob SquarePants was selling <laughs> cigarettes, basically. up. Get, get a get a uh, sleeping bag, <laughs> Gary. Where are the points? Ah! <laughs>
0: oh shit! What is are
1: they SpongeBob? They just they started they they just switched into cigarettes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, the SpongeBob? fucked up thing is. The the Flintstones did do that back Mm -hmm. in the day. Really? Flintstones commercials, before the vitamins came out, they were
2: selling cigarettes.
1: A prehistoric guy smoking cigarettes? Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: (laughs) You can see those ads on YouTube. Yeah, it's crazy.
1: Well, where's my cigarettes?
2: It basically (laughs) was like that.
1: Yeah. Crazy. Apples, get your old man cigarettes.
2: And there were a lot of cartoons that featured smoking. It was everywhere. Yeah. In kids' movies and cartoons.
0: Yeah. So this was like the- the dying gasps of, well, no pun intended, I guess, uh, of the, you know, cigarette industry being able to be advertised
2: that uh, prominently.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, what, a, what a reversal. Because, like, doctors in the 50s on TV were smoking, like, uh-huh. yeah. while they're giving a diagnosis.
2: And you could smoke on airplanes, which seems unthinkable. Yeah. People,
1: they don't have much anymore, but remember the old airplanes without the ashtrays in there? People, like, oh what yeah, the fuck? Mm-hmm. Yep.
2: And you could, they had leg room. Can you imagine that? Uh, Oh, here we
1: go. Those were the
2: days. (laughs) What about this food? (laughs) Yeah, there was a time when there weren't warnings on cigarette cartons. It's hard to even fathom that, but now it says this will kill you.
0: Well, the ones in the UK do. Oh, my God. In America, they don't. They don't? No.
2: In Chile, they actually showed a picture of black lungs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they showed like disfigured
0: babies
1: and stuff. It's like, Yeah, Yeah. it's
0: crazy. Eric Lawson, who appeared in Marlboro print ads from 78 to 81, died at the age of 72 on January 10th, uh, 2014, sorry, uh, of respiratory failure due to chronic obstructive pulmonary disease or COPD, Mm,
2: which is smoking related. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, A smoker since age 14, Lawson later appeared in an anti-smoking commercial that parodied the Marlboro Man. Jerome Edward Jackson, a.k.a. Tobin Jackson, died of lung cancer in 2008. So
1: smoking is not good for you.
0: Nope. Yeah, so that's... But as far as I can tell, that's the only product that the people advertising it got killed by the product they were advertising. Yeah. Hmm. If anybody's oh. out there that knows of other ones, let us know.
1: Yeah. And don't drive Pontiacs either. Yeah.
0: <laughs> don't throw a camera through the front of
2: the Pontiac that you're driving.
1: <laughs> yeah. No. Could be bad for your health. Yeah.
2: And I see here there was a reality TV star named Greg Plitt, who was this oh. fitness instructor. <laughs> uh, insert joke here. But he was a fitness instructor on Bravo. And then Plitt was... Did he go missing? They couldn't find the Plitt?
1: <laughs> local police can't find the plit hey you can say that again
2: <laughs> so he was it was a show called workout and then he was filming a commercial for a new energy sports drink from shadow beverages called no I, fear I and, like their stuff and way up Pretty clever there. Alright. So they're filming along the Metrolink train tracks near Burbank. Oh boy. Right near us. Yep. And so he the idea is he's supposed to be look like he's out running the train. And somehow he just got caught up and got too close. And then the train hit him and threw him onto <laughs> the tracks. Oh my and god. And he died. What? Wow. What year is this? This is 2015. Wow. So the moral of today's episode is, do not do any commercials. (laughs) They're non-union anyway. Yeah. You scabs. Fucking scabs! (laughs) Oh,
1: that's brutal, though. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But on the flip side... Flo seems pretty
1: healthy and thriving. Yeah. Yeah, she's not doing any stunts, though. She's just doing, like, you know, she's just talking shit to people inside, I noticed.
0: Yeah. She does 90 seconds of TV work a year and makes $15 million. Yeah. So she'll be all right.
1: Yeah. She has more money than um, half of the Western world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some small countries. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what but if she, uh, uh, what if she started funding, like, a civil war somewhere? She got involved in, like, <laughs> geopolitics and, like,. In, like, Eastern Africa or something. Yes,
0: <laughs> uh, funding mercenaries across yeah. the world. <laughs> Setting up progressive claims everywhere. Yeah.
1: She has her own satellite where <laughs> she's, like, you know, dropping nukes somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it has the flow. It has her face on the side of it. <laughs> it's called the flow bow. <laughs> the nuke. <laughs> the flow <flow-pedo>. Yes. <laughs> 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 she's got her own navy fleet yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is what i'm doing with the money yeah <laughs>
0: shit well uh that's all we got on this one yeah rest in peace to everybody that uh you know got taken out by these ace
1: yeah, yeah, well, you got to watch out when you're on some of these sets that you're not getting exploited by these people because... Or are, exploded. They're exploded. They're megalomaniacs, and they're, they're commercial directors that I think they're fucking Francis Ford Coppola.
2: you know Francis Ford. Although, Inspector Gadget isn't far off from the movie Jack. Oh, God. <laughs> 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 on that note... On that note. <laughs> Feel free to hit the button again if you want. Yeah. Um, um, follow us on twitter yeah. instagram yes. youtube death and entertainment at com. yes patreon death and entertainment yeah dot com slash page
0: patreon.com slash death and entertainment we are working with patreon right now to get the adult content uh brand off of our account because that's what they uh, they classified us as that. They deemed us. Patreon only does adult-related content if you show nudity or talk in detail about sex and sex acts, which I don't think we've ever gone into detail about any of that. Yeah. And we've certainly never shown nudity, so.
1: We just talked about fake fingers. Uh,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> well, and, you know, maybe we have. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we did make a plit
1: joke. Yeah. That's true. We didn't go into too much detail. Though. Yeah.
0: Yeah. but we'll see we're trying to get that taken off so that you can actually find us in the search for now we're shadow banned so type in specifically patreon.com slash death in entertainment no space is all one word Mm -hmm. and with that until next time don't go dying on us bye bye you have just heard
2: a true Hollywood murder mystery
0: I have never seen anything like this
1: before
2: the movies Broadway music television all of it
1: a place that manufactures nightmares
2: Okay, everybody, that's a wrap.
1: Good night. Please drive home carefully and come back again soon.